Welcome back for episode 52 of Self-Signed Artist. You're listening to Self-Signed Artist, the podcast that helps independent musicians run their brand like a business. Now, your hosts, Kobe Nelson and Jake Mannix. How's it going, everybody? I'm Kobe Nelson, and I'm here with Jake Mannix. Hello, hello. How's it going, Jake? It's going good. It's going good. I went on a little nature trail walk today. Nice. Saw some dogs. <laughs> it's awesome. How about you? Pretty good. Got out on a run today. I just had breakfast for dinner, which was amazing. Ooh, I love you didn't tell me dinner. that. What'd you have? Yeah, we had pancakes and... uh tofu scramble because <laughs> because i'm a veggie boy <laughs> nice nice so yeah it was good i had a pumpkin spice pancake with peanut butter for breakfast Ooh, pumpkin spice yeah it was pretty That's, crazy it's not that time of year yet you're ahead of us yeah. <laughs> i mean it's i guess it's kind of like a, a pancake for dinner kind of day this is our uh birthday celebration for this podcast one full year of self-signed artist. It is. It is That's pretty cool. Year. We started this at the beginning of May of 2020 at a pretty weird time. And I don't know, we've done pretty well. We've done this episode 52. Uh, so we've had an episode every single week since then without missing a single week. Nonstop. Yeah, that's a pretty cool accomplishment. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, that's awesome. One year down. We also... On this birthday episode, have a little bit of an announcement. Actually, it's a fairly big <laughs> announcement for the podcast. And that is that this one year episode is also going to be the last of the weekly episodes of Self Signed Artist. Cue the boo track. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So we can talk about this a little bit, but then I want to jump into our topic. So basically, the idea here is that we we kind of set out with a goal at the beginning of this podcast that we we had some set topics that we wanted to cover over the course of this podcast. And at this point, after a year of doing this, we really feel like we've said what we wanted to say for the most part. And we felt like the year point was a good time to kind of put a fork in it. Is that what the saying is? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> and wrap it all up. And leave you with one final episode to try and help sum everything up and give you a jumping off point to kind of refocus your thinking when it comes to your brand and apply everything that we've talked about on this podcast so far. So in a year, 52 episodes, that's a lot of information. That's a lot of content, a lot of things to think about. So for this episode, we really want to talk about refocusing, taking all of this information and paring it down to the things that are going to be the biggest needle movers for your business, the things that are going to make the biggest difference. So I, th I think the idea here is that like when you get a ton of information, sometimes it can be too much all at once. And if you're hearing about all of these things that you should be doing, it's almost like it makes it impossible to actually do anything, to just get down to business on one thing and see it all the way through. Yeah. 
Is that something that happens with you, Jake, at all? Like, do you go down the rabbit hole with that kind of stuff? Yeah, all the time. Um, I actually have a hard time retaining information, like if, especially if I read something. Mm. Like this type of thing happens to me all the time where like I'll, I'll read a book, I'll be super amped up about whatever the topic of the book is. I'm like, this is going to change my business or my career or take me to that next level or something like that. And then I'll finish the book. Maybe I'll start applying some of the things that I learned from that book, but I'll also start another book at the same time, Mm. which sort of causes the cycle to repeat itself. And it's like, I never actually am able to focus down on one thing for long enough for it to make a huge difference. So this is something that I've been feeling recently with my own business. Uh, And I've talked to you about this a little bit, Jake, where... Like, I feel like I'm focusing on a bunch of different things or trying to accomplish a bunch of different things at the same time. And I feel like I just need to take a step back, refocus, apply some of the things that I've learned to get me like moving in one direction. Like, I feel like I'm sort of pulling myself in a bunch of different directions and trying to focus on too many things rather than picking and choosing the one or two things that are going to make the biggest difference for me. So that's kind of the purpose of this episode as well. We want to kind of wrap up the podcast and help you all out there listening to refocus on the parts of your business or the things that you need to work on in your business that are going to be the biggest needle movers for you, that are going to make the biggest difference with really the smallest amount of effort and input from you so that it's not overwhelming. So, like with all of these episodes in the podcast, you can't do everything all at once. Like, one week is really not enough to see one of the things that we have talked about on this podcast to completion. Really, in any episode, I don't think. It's not like a short enough term thing that you can, like, listen to the episode, and then by the end of the week, you are like, you've done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. For example, I don't know, if we just pull a random episode out, if we were talking about like practice versus rehearsal, what was that? Episode 10, I think about making your live shows more engaging. Maybe you heard that episode and you wanted to start working on that. You wanted to get set up with rehearsal and focus on your live shows. But then the next week's episode comes out about having a website and maybe that sidetracks you from the rehearsal side of things. One week really wasn't enough to get anything completely done from week to week. Does that make sense? Yeah. Unless you're really grinding every day. Even I think (laughs) if you're really grinding every day though, like you can't put in enough rehearsal in one week to be like the master of rehearsal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or even to like have a website. If you have a, a great website after a week, I mean, that would be super, super impressive to me. It took me forever to get my website to a point where I was really happy with it and I thought it really worked. But like, that's kind of the point is that it's really hard to focus in on one thing when there's constantly new information coming in that can draw your focus. And it's not like this podcast has really been a linear progression of topics either. Like, it's not like it's been a step one, do this. And then when you're done with step one, move on to step two and do that. And then step three, and on and on and on. It's kind of been a week-to-week thing, different topics relating to different areas of your career. 
so that can also make it a little bit difficult to focus in on one specific thing and see it all the way through. And I think the key point here, and maybe it's a little bit of a, a cliche, but when you when you bite off more than you can chew on anything, I think a lot of the times that can lead to choking. <laughs> like you you just don't see the progress that maybe you were hoping to see when you started out on that journey or that project or whatever it is in your business. So I don't know. I'd be curious, like for people out there who are listening, like if you look back on the last year and anything that you've picked up from this podcast, like how well have you felt like you've been able to implement those things? Like, do you feel like you've given the time and energy to the things that you felt would be the biggest needle movers for you? That would be the things that would make the most difference in your career. Because really, if you're trying to do everything all at once, I don't think you'll really see any progress or not any significant progress, at least. I fall victim to this all the time, like I said with the books, but I also just jump from one thing to the next a lot. I'll start working on my website. I mentioned my website as (laughs) something that I took a lot of time to get to a point where I really was happy with it. But before that, I'd been hearing everywhere for from all these business books that I was reading about websites, 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 how to lay out your website, all these things that are important for getting people through your website and having it be an effective site. Some of the things that we talked about in our website episode, but it was overwhelming to me. It was the type of thing where I was getting so much information about websites that I wasn't able to actually build a successful website. Really, all I needed at the time when I was building the website was a place to have a portfolio of stuff that I had worked on. That would have been perfectly sufficient for me as a website at that time, as a mixer. I mean, for you as an artist, maybe maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it's just a, a place to kind of put all your music together. But that's even besides the point. I focused on everything when it came to websites. I focused on how to have like the best page layouts and have it be dynamic where it's going to work the best on your phone and your iPad and your laptop and all these different things or or how it's going to be the fastest so it loads up in a certain amount of time so that people don't like jump away off the website. I was just focusing on everything trying to do everything that I had learned. And that caused me to just hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and really not make any progress. So in that situation, when I'm consuming all of that information, what I should have done is just stop, refocus, and choose one to three things that will be the biggest needle movers. So in that instance, the biggest needle mover would have been just figuring out how to get a portfolio player, an audio player, on a website with a domain name. Like that's that was the one thing that I needed to do. So I should have just refocused, gone back, learned more about doing that in an effective way. Uh, and that would have made all the difference. So for this podcast, I feel like this could cause that issue for a lot of you out there who are listening. Like there are so many topics that we've covered it may be a little bit overwhelming. And maybe you look back on it and you say, you know what? Like there weren't any of those episodes that I really like saw all the way through. So I would encourage you to go back 
look through all of the episodes of this podcast and pick one to three episodes that resonated with you the most at the time that you were listening to them. If you've been with us since the beginning, that's great. You've heard all the episodes. Maybe you can think back to one to three. If you haven't listened to all the episodes, maybe that's an opportunity to circle back and do that with this in mind. Finding those few things that will be the biggest needle movers for your business and your career as an artist. But refocusing, not trying to do everything all at once. And when you're going back and re-examining all of the topics, I want you to think about one thing in particular, and that's what is the easiest thing to do? And that may be kind of like a surprising thing to say, like why you're going to go back and you're going to focus on just the easy things. I'm trying to build an artist career. Like that's hard. I want to tackle the big things, the hard things. But I really think that it's important to focus on a few easy things And this kind of comes back to this book. I think I've mentioned this book, at least the title of it, in passing on this podcast. It's something that I read fairly recently, a book called The Slight Edge. And this was a book that was recommended to me by one of my business mentors. And it's really a a book about making small decisions that end up having a big impact. That's what The Slight Edge is, really. Making small decisions, doing small things that have a large impact on the whole. And one of the key points in the book is that a lot of the times, the things that are really easy to do, the things that are that don't take a lot of effort to actually start with and accomplish, they're also the things that are really easy not to do. So what do I mean by that? So let's, let's give an example. Maybe something that for you as an artist out there listening, that would be really easy to do to get you on the path to growing your music career as a whole would be to sit down at your desk every day to write something. Like that's that's not a hard thing to do. Sit down at your desk. You can definitely do that with almost no effort. But that one thing that could make a huge difference in your overall career is also something that's really easy not to do. It's really easy to say, oh, well, since I'm going to sit down at my desk every day, if I miss Tuesday, like, probably going to be fine. I'm not going to ruin my business because I didn't sit down at my desk on Tuesday. I've got something else that I wanted to do. I don't know. Maybe it's a show that I wanted to watch or uh, just not really feeling it today whatever. It's an easy thing not to do. But really, I think that's what makes these small things so important. Since they're easy not to do, you're much more likely to make an excuse for not doing them. And that, on a larger scale, that can be a big impact on your career in a negative way. Uh, And I mean, this goes into a lot of like habits and stuff like that, that people develop in their lives. Maybe it's with healthy eating, like healthy eating is pretty easy. You make a choice when you're deciding what to buy at the grocery store or what restaurant to go eat at, or even just what to order off the menu. Like that's a really easy decision to make, but it's also a really easy decision not to make. It's really easy to think, oh, well, it doesn't matter if I eat only, (laughs) I don't, 
if I, if I eat cake for dinner tonight, like that's not going to kill me right now. It's easy to not make the decision to eat whatever quinoa, something healthy. <laughs> I don't know, some random healthy thing and to eat cake instead. And that doesn't have an immediate consequence for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny you say that because I just had this argument with someone the other day. Uh, how so? Just like, like, oh, it's just a corn muffin. Like, but it's not just a corn muffin. It's about the decision to eat the corn muffin. And the corn muffin's like just around to have. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. The corn muffin is bad for you. There's not good stuff in there. There's not like corn in there. There's just so much sugar. There's so much sugar in all of these things. I don't know. There's tons of sugar in everything. My whole point was that cornbread is not a healthy choice. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's easy to rationalize and it's easy to look at a corn muffin and look at, I don't know, what would give me a healthy food option that you would eat instead of a corn muffin, Jake. Instead of a corn muffin, apple. An apple. Yeah. It's easy to look at a corn muffin and an apple and say like, I don't know, it's not not that big of a deal. Like I said, I was going to eat more fruits and veggies as a goal. Right. But like, I'm just, I'm going to eat the corn muffin because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's a cumulative effect. Yes, exactly. And I think that cumulative effect is really the point of all of this. These easy things to do, easy decisions to make, accumulate. And then every time you don't make that decision, that can also accumulate. So if you think about sitting down at your desk to start writing a song as an apple and sitting down on your couch to watch something on Netflix as a corn muffin, like those are easy decisions to make and easy decisions not to make that you're not going to sit down at your desk. You're going to go sit on the couch, watch Netflix and eat the corn muffin. So all of that to say that anytime that you're trying to accomplish something and see it all the way through, I think the best place to start is to pick something that's just easy to do. That's easy to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then all you have to do is continue to make that decision over and over and over again and build off of that. So say, let's pick a, a random episode out of the hat here. Like if we're going to go back and we're going to say... Uh, we're going to say that you're going to focus a little bit more on your social media. Maybe you're a TikTok account or an Instagram account or whatever social media it is. That's a goal that you think will make a big difference in your overall branding and your overall career. What would be an easy thing, Jake, that you could set aside as a goal or uh, a task for yourself to try and up your game on social media? Um, log back in. <laughs> log in uh maybe it's maybe it's uh to go through and unfollow the people that you don't necessarily need to be following the club that's yeah that's definitely helpful maybe it's if for something that you could do every day say maybe it's go through and like and comment on other artists who are similar to you i will say this though if you're out there and listening to this and you make that decision don't copy and paste <laughs> don't copy and <laughs> yeah. paste anything Right. Just if it's a if you like their music, just make sure it's a genuine comment. That's all. Yeah. To to copy and paste, that's the corn muffin. That's that's the yes. that's yes. taking the excuse route out of it or taking the junk food route. Your your goal should in that case be to comment something genuine. You're absolutely right. That's too. one of the highest calorie things at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I'll have you know. A 
corn muffin? Yeah, I'm so serious. Yeah, I went to the I went to the stat. I went to the st- <laughs> statistics. I brought up the statistics. I wasn't expecting that, but it, it's, was, it's worse than like some either. like most of the donuts and everything. I was blown away. Wow. Yeah, things are hidden, and I think for a lot of people. That's kind of the point, too, is that the things that are most damaging to your career as a whole are the things that seem the most innocuous, like the small time wasters and stuff like that, that you fall into the habit of doing all the time instead of doing the things that you should be doing to up your business and to move your career forward. So, I I mean, I think that's actually a really, really good parallel to all of this, the corn muffin. Uh, So I'm really glad you brought that up, actually. One other thing that kind of follows along with this idea of like choosing to do the thing that's good for you, that's easy to do, but also easy not to do. For me, I I saw something recently, I think it was on YouTube or, or something, I don't know, one of these general like productivity sorts of channels or something like that, but something that actually resonated with me and I think kind of goes along this same topic is when you're trying to accomplish something and you're trying to make choices for yourself that that lead you in the right direction for a specific goal. One of the big things that people run into, obviously, is procrastination. Like, if there's a big goal, that can be one of those things where there's kind of, like, information overload. It feels like a lot to do, and it's easier just to, like, hold off starting until you have more information. Well, I saw this video, which had, I think, some good advice in it, which was that any time that there's something that you need to do, to move you towards a goal, think about the amount of time that it's going to take you to do that thing. If that thing is going to take you less than two minutes to do, then do it right now. Do it the moment that you think about it and don't leave it because that two minutes that it takes you to do it is going to go by in the blink of an eye and it's going to be over and then you're going to move on to the next thing where there's Maybe there's something else that you need to do that takes two minutes. And just by making it a rule for yourself that every time there's something that you think of that you need to do that's only going to take you two minutes, you just do it right now. I think that can be a big thing to help people kind of move in this right direction to make those small decisions that steer the ship in the right direction and get you going on a, a more direct path to whatever your goal is. For me, I mean, there are a lot of things that I think fall under that category of like two minutes or less that I just constantly put off. One of them would be like communicating with people, like responding to an email, responding to a DM, responding to a comment on social media. All of those things are things that take less than two minutes to do, really. But I don't know. I get stressed about talking to people, so I put them off and then it gets to the point where it's been a week since somebody sent me a message or sent me an email and I haven't responded and now it's just awkward to come back and I have to be like, oh yeah, sorry, it's been so long. I uh, super busy, blah, 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 or whatever it is, whatever excuse I've made for myself for not doing that. Where if I just like had that rule for myself, I would have just done it and I would have been more productive. I would have freed up more time. I would have worried less about doing it and it would have made my life overall better. So I think that's a piece of advice that you out there listening can maybe take away from this and try and implement in your own business as an artist. I think there are a ton of things that could fall under that category of two minutes or less. All you need to do is spend two minutes whenever it is that you think about that thing, whenever it comes up on your to-do list. If it takes two minutes, just do it right now. 
like Jake, I don't know for you, are there any things like that that you like procrastinate on that really don't take that much time that if you just would do them <laughs> would move the needle? Yeah. Texting people back for sure. Same, same yeah. thing you're saying. Like if I would just do that, it would be so much less stressful. I wouldn't worry about it as often. I wouldn't have as much to worry about. Things would move a little easier. Everyone would be happier. Yeah. I think another thing for me is the process of preparing my workspace. Mm. Like, and this is something that I've actually worked on to make it so it takes less than two minutes. Cause it used to be, I was working off of a laptop a lot of the time. So it took forever to like plug everything in. And that was kind of like the excuse for not sitting down to work. Is that like, oh, it's such a pain to like get everything set up. Where now I kind of created a system for myself where it takes almost no time to set up my work area. Like I have a, a dedicated like desktop computer now that's always on. And then I have my speakers, my screen, my little like mix automated fader rig and stuff like that all hooked up to this smart power strip so that when I turn on my interface, everything else turns on. And like, that's that. I switch one switch and then everything's on. So nice. it takes literally like two seconds instead of before where I would have to like set down my laptop. I'd have to plug in my interface. I'd have to like take my laptop cable and run it to the wall. I'd have to plug in like all the uh, license dongles for my software. And then I'd have to like hook up an external screen and turn mm -hmm. on my speakers. It was like, it was a huge process and I just streamlined it as much as I could. So it was one thing. And now I, I don't procrastinate on work because it's just easy. It takes me two seconds to do it. And that's, that kind of like, serves both purposes. When I think, oh, I should probably be working, it's less than two minutes, so I just do it. And then also, it makes that decision even easier. That was always an easy decision to make. I should be working. It's not that hard to set it up still. I mean, it took more than two minutes, but like it wasn't that hard. So I should have been doing it all along. But now, that decision is even easier, so it makes it less easy to not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I don't do it, then it's like, well, you really didn't have an excuse at all. Right. So all of this being said in this episode, I think the, the goal for anybody listening should be to go back and find those one to three episodes that really made the most impact on you or that you got the most excited about or you thought could make the biggest difference for you and refocus your attention on just those things and really see them through to the end by starting with the easiest part to do. And hopefully you can set that up with some sort of system so that it takes you less than two minutes to get started on it so that you really don't have any excuse to not work on it, to not continue moving down that path and getting closer to succeeding in whatever that goal is. And really, I mean, that's kind of the point of this whole podcast. We want to give you a bunch of information that you can kind of pull what you need from. Not every episode is going to be the thing for everybody. So I, I don't want to go back and say, oh, you should hit this episode, this episode, and this episode. That's going to be different for each person, depending on where you are, depending on what your strengths and weaknesses are. But I think it's worth just refocusing. And really, that's kind of what both Jake and I are doing right now by kind of taking a step back from this podcast. We're both refocusing on things in our own lives and our own businesses that are going to be the biggest needle movers for us rather than trying to spread ourselves out and focus on everything. 
So for me, I'm refocusing on my mixing business. I'm building up more clients and I'm working on just making that the best business that it can be and the most successful business that it can be. I don't know, for you, Jake, what what are you looking to refocus on? I would say my business as well and what direction that's going to take. Yeah. So we hope everybody out there listening can do the same things for themselves. And we want to just thank you for sticking with us for this whole time for this year. If you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, really, thank you so much for taking time out of your week every week to stick with us and to talk about music and careers and goals and how to become more successful in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in your career. I know Jake and I both really appreciate that. It's been great hearing from you, uh, hearing about the things that you liked in podcast episodes and the things that you wanted to hear more about. It's been a really rewarding experience for me. And I'm, I'm sure you could say the same, Jake. Yeah, for sure. It's been awesome. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, and this isn't necessarily a hard stop on all content on this podcast. We're going to leave these episodes up, obviously. We're not going to like take anything down. Uh, and if there's anything that pops up in the music industry that we think would be a good topic of discussion or an important topic of discussion, we might pop back in here every once in a while and talk about it. But this is going to be the end of the weekly episodes for self Sign Artist. So definitely feel free to reach out to us. I know we'd both be happy to talk about uh, anybody's music career or their goals or anything like that. I mean, you can find me. The best way to reach me is through Instagram at Kobe Nelson. So that's K-O-B-Y-N-E-L-S-O-N. And yeah, definitely reach out. I'd be happy to talk about anything that you've got going on in your music career. And again, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. I would like to say thank you to Kobe for asking me to be a part of this podcast. I would like to say thank you to the guests that we've had for their time mm. and their knowledge. That was really cool. Thank you to you guys for listening. It has been awesome to say the least. So yeah, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you, Jake. Yes. Yeah. This this has been a really fun thing and it's been just a fun thing to hang out with you every week. And oh, yeah. I know, I don't know. I hope we can still do something and, and yeah, still yeah. talk about our own businesses and stuff like that. Uh, at least, if not every week, at least pretty frequently. Yeah, this yeah. has been a, a really fun thing. So for sure. Yeah. And that's all we've got for you on this podcast. I guess we'll catch you in the studio at some later time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Peace. Thank you.